today is a holiday, right? It is Labor Day weekend. We know about this as the kind of last official weekend of summer, the long weekend of summer, the last one. But why do we have it off? Have you ever wondered about that? Like, where did Labor Day come from? Well, in the United States, the first U.S. Labor Day happened back in 1882, and it was President Grover Cleveland who established it as a holiday in 1894. But what about us here in Canada? Where did Labor Day come from? Why do we even have this as a holiday? Well, to talk about this with us this morning, Dr. Stephen Tufts is with us, a professor of labor geography at York University. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm actually at the Labor Day Parade right now. Ah, okay. Good to know. So tell me about the Labor Day Parade. What is the origin of our Labor Day? Well, I mean, as you said, it has a long history, and it really grew out of wanting some recognition for the shorter workday movements in the late 1800s. And by the 1890s, it became formally recognized as a holiday, a statutory holiday in most jurisdictions in Canada. Uh, for workers. Now, interesting little note is that Labor Day was actually, and some, some people see it as a compromise that the government and employers made with workers because there was a strong workers' movement at the time trying to make May Day um, the official Labor Day uh, of North America as well. And May Day is still celebrated today, but it's not, of course, an official holiday um, for workers. Okay, so what is the difference then between the two? What was the differentiation? Ah, that's the interesting one. Labor Day is seen as a little bit more formal uh, as a recognition of the sort of acceptable labor's movement coming out of the struggles for shorter work days. But May Day, the origins of May Day, was uh, developed by the International uh, Workers of the World as a recognition of the Haymarket Massacre that took place in Chicago um, in the, at that time. So it was seen as more of a more radical uh, demand for May 1st than the labor holiday, which was recognized by the state. Okay, so what was a workday like at that time in the late 1800s that we would need to have a day marking a shorter work week? Well, you got to remember that uh, unions were only made legal uh, in Canada and other jurisdictions at this time before any kind of organization was deemed illegal. So you had the legalization of unions, the forming of larger uh, workers' organizations, such as the Knights of Labor. But they were struggling for things today we take for granted, such as shorter work weeks, uh, one day off, and limits on the working day, nine hours and eight hours. So you can imagine being in a position as a worker where you are actually told, it doesn't matter if you're a 12-year-old child or a 60-year-old woman, it doesn't that you have to work a 12-hour shift because the employer and the factory de- deems it necessary. Okay, so I think we've forgotten a lot about this, though, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, and the interesting thing about how Labor Day has evolved is that it sort of has peaks and valleys over the last century. Sometimes it just sort of slips into something we think of as a regular holiday. In most places in Canada, it's that last weekend before we have to go back to school or before that summer holidays end. And it's just seen as another statutory day. But sometimes uh, when something heats up, people start to remember the, what Labor Day was for and what it's meant to celebrate. And when we've had a series of strike activity this summer, possibly some more strike activity in the fall with auto workers, etc., you know, people can be a little bit more militant and actually bring um, something to the Labor Day parade. And from this morning, it looks like a, it's a pretty good uh, turnout um, in Toronto anyway, uh, even though the weather's quite warm.
Do you think that in 2023 we have seen a bit of a kind of resurgence in labor action? Um, the answer is yes and no to that question. Yes, we have had more strike activity and work stoppages and workers turning back collective agreements and organizing a slight uptick over the pandemic year. We're probably going to lose about 2 million person days uh, to strikes and work stoppages this year. But compared to the middle 1970s, early 1990s, 80s, sorry, when workers were losing 10 million person days per year to strikes with a much smaller labor force, I think we have to sort of hold the militancy in some kind of historical perspective as well. Okay, so what does that tell us then? If, if the early 80s, you know, late 70s was kind of a hotbed for this, did things change? Did things improve for the worker over that time? Well, this was a time where there was a lot of attacks on the labor militancy to sort of reassert the power of employers. So you had Ronald Reagan uh, firing all the air traffic controllers. You had Margaret Thatcher uh, nat- or, sorry, privatizing the coal industry in Britain. You had a lot of attacks on labor at time to push back against that militancy uh, that was threatening profits of labor. The question is, will we ever get to that place again? Well, right now we are seeing a place where the labor markets are quite tight. Workers have some power. At the same time, there's increased interest rates and inflation, which, of course, drives workers to uh, fight for better uh, wages and working conditions, just as they did in the 70s when we had high pieces, uh, high uh, rates of inflation. Okay, so what do you think people should keep in mind on Labor Day Monday? Well, I think people should enjoy themselves, enjoy time with their friends and their families. Um, it is a day that we, uh, is a day off for a lot of people, not everyone. You get some people, of course, have to work on Labor Day. But I always think it's important that we uh, acknowledge what the roots of the holiday are and realize that it was something that was fought for. Uh, It isn't something that was given to us. Uh, Having these days off, having time off, is something that workers have always had to struggle for. It's not something that's just been given to them because of uh, nice uh, bosses. Right. People tend to forget that, too. And, And there's still some strike action going on, too, right? Like, just look at the whole Hollywood strike that's happening. Oh, yes. I mean, and uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, That strike is a long strike. Um, It's an existential strike because workers are actually fighting for their right to exist in many ways because of the role that AI may play in script writing or um, maybe help us not replace professors and radio hosts, but maybe someday that might be possible, too. So these workers are struggling to sort of get this uh, technology regulated um, as we go into the future. Right. So guarantees we're still going to be talking about this issue for sure. (laughs) Dr. Tufts, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day and enjoy the parade. That is Dr. Stephen Tufts, professor of labor geography at York University. And yes, in some areas, there is still a Labor Day parade. Uh, Lots of history when it comes to Labor Day, as Dr. Tufts is pointing out to us. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.